good day and a special welcome to you on the FIFA World Cup show for today Monday the 6th of June 2022 wherever you are listening to this episode from whether you are in the USA on the African continent North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and Oceania. Welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the Qualen platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify with yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I've got love for sports and undoubtedly the greatest sporting event on earth, the FIFA World Cup. On today's episode, we'll be looking at the Wales versus Ukraine FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 European Playoff Final. And the monumental moment, Wales qualified for their first World Cup since Sweden 1958 on a night of high emotion and drama in Cardiff. Wherever you are, sit back relax and enjoy this episode and as always as you sit down relaxing and enjoying this episode don't forget to share the link of the fifa world cup show to your friends family and loved ones to download the calling app and subscribe to the fifa world cup show on today's episode i'll be taking you on Wales journey to qualification for the World Cup for the first time since 1958. Wales are through to the 2022 FIFA World Cup after Andre Yalemko own goal from a Garrett Bale free kick ended Ukraine's hopes. Wales reached the FIFA World Cup for the first time since 1958 after ukraine's andre yalemko headed an own goal in their playoff final the key moments in that game was in the 12th minute nec the goalkeeper for wales stopped yarem chucks shot and in the 30th minute zinchenko who plays his club football with manchester city again his drive was parried by NEC. And in the 34th minute, Yamolenko heads in a Garrett Bale free kick to score an own goal in that game. And in the 49th minute, Aaron Ramsey shoots wide from inside the penalty balls. And in the 55th minute, Wales number one, NEC, against stood stall or stands tall between a Ukraine equalizer and Wales qualification to the World Cup. And indeed, NEC pulled up a spirited performance. In terms of the match in brief, a spirited Wales ended a 64-year exile. Petrokovs, that is the coach of Ukraine, team had overpowered scotland to win their semi-final on wednesday 
and their attacking vibrancy was strengthened with an expectant home crowd during the early stages of the game with Wales goalkeeper Wayne Hennessy producing a string of alert saves in slippery conditions. The best of the opportunities Ukraine fashioned came when Roman Yaremchuk broke free inside the penalty area in the 12th minute, arrowing a low shot that NEC recovered just in time to stop Andrei Yamolenko capitalizing on the rebound. NEC kept out Zichenko's fierce drive as Ukraine had four of the five first half shots on target and Wales coach Rob Page was clearly discussing tactical tweaks with his staff to steam the tie. The opening goal, though, was a stroke of luck rather than planning. Yamulenko heading Garrett Bale's whipped free kick from a dangerous position beyond the Ukrainian goalkeeper. Aaron Ramsey and Victor of Ukraine exchanged chances early in the second half and the Wales stalwart shooting wide when well placed beyond NEC performed more more brilliantly to keep out the midfielder's close range finish with an outstretched leg. Petro Petrakov had his head in his hands on the sidelines, frustrated by a goalkeeper in inspired form. Garrett Bill went close with a wide shot inside the penalty area, then watched from the penalty after being replaced as NEC sprang into action to palm away a powerful header from the own mark atom with five minutes remaining. Wales survived, reaching their first World Cup finals since they beat Israel in the playoffs in 1958. What are the key stats from the game? Wales 64 year wait to reach a World Cup tournament is the longest any nation has had to wait between final appearances. Page's side have lost only one of their last 10 international matches, winning five times. They are the only nation to beat Ukraine during the 2022 World Cup qualifying campaign. The Dragons of, Ukraine, of Wales won this fixture for the first time in their history at the fourth time of accent having drawn against these opponents twice. The visitors had been on a nine-game unbeaten run since the start of the group stage, and in two of their six draws against World Cup holders France. England are the only team to have produced more goals from set pieces than seven Wales scored in the qualifier. England have scored nine from set pieces. Yes, and Wales have qualified for the World Cup and they will be in the same group with the United States of America, Iran and England. I would be telling you more about the journey of Wales to the World Cup. But before I take you on that Wales journey, one monumental moment was when Wales break Ukraine's heart as they completed a fairy tale of their own. Let's take that moment from the Cardiff Stadium all the way in Wales.
minute. The wait is over. The 64-year wait is over. Wales are on their way to the World Cup Finals. A magnificent achievement. Ukraine, given all that's happened at home, desperate to get to Qatar. But Wales, who had to dig deep, have done deep. And with the help of a Gareth Bale free kick, deflected in by Andrei Yarmolenko, they've won this playoff. Wales grateful to their goalkeeper Wayne Hennessy. Given the nod by Rob Page at the age of 35 ahead of Danny Ward. But the joy there for all to see. Time and time again, Gareth Bale has produced the goods for Wales. He had a chance to get a second goal for Wales in the second half, but in the end one was enough. Huge disappointment for Ukraine who gave it their all just as they did against Scotland in their semi-final in midweek. The two games in five days proving too much. Wales triumphant. This FIFA World Cup playoff final has finished. Wales won. Ukraine nil. It's Wales who go to Qatar. So that was the moment Wales qualified for this year's World Cup that will be taking place in Qatar. The Wales national football team represents Wales in international football. It is controlled by the Football Association of Wales, the governing body for football in Wales, and the third oldest national football association in the world, founded in 1876. So this gives us a bit of perspective on how and the significance of Wales qualification to the World Cup. The Wales Football Association, it's actually the third oldest national football association in the world, founded in 1876. <laughs> I'm sure many of you will be wondering what life was back in 1876. The team has qualified for the World Cup twice in 1958 and this year 2022. In 1958, 
they reached the quarterfinals before losing to eventual champions Brazil. They then went 58 years before reaching their second major tournament when following a rise of 109 places from an all-time low of 117th to the peak of 8th in the FIFA rankings between August 2011 and October 2015. They qualified for UEFA Euro 2016 where they reached the semi-finals before again losing to eventual champions Portugal. A second successive UEFA European Championship followed when Wales reached the round of 16 of UEFA Euro 2020. They also progressed through UEFA Euro 1976 qualifying to the quarterfinals though this was played on a two-legged home and away basis and is not considered part of the final tournament. Historically, the Welsh team has featured a number of players from Wales top club teams, Cardiff City and Swansea City. These two Welsh clubs play in the English league system alongside fellow Welsh clubs, Newport County, Wrexham and Meth Town. However, the majority of Welsh football clubs play in the Welsh Football League system. Wales, as a country of the United Kingdom, is not a member of the International Olympic Committee and therefore the national team does not compete in the Olympic Games. This is your most authoritative and educative sports show. Wales played its first competitive match on the 25th of March, 18 Wales played its first competitive match on the 25th of March, 1876 against Scotland in Glasgow, making it the third oldest international football team in the world. Although the Scots won the first fixture 4-0, a return match was planned in Wales the following year. And so it was that first international football match on Welsh soil took place at the racecourse ground in Wrexham on the 5th of March 1877. Scotland took the spoils winning 2-0. Wales' first match against England came in 1879, a 2-1 defeat in London and in 1882 Wales faced Ireland for the first time winning 7-1 in Wrexham. The associations of the four home nations met at the International Football Conference in Manchester on the 7th of December 1882 to set down a set of worldwide rules. The meeting saw the establishment of the International Football Association Board known as the IFAB to approve changes to the rules, a tax the four associations still perform till this day. The 1883-1884 season saw the formation of the British Home Championship, a tournament which was played annually between England, Scotland, Ireland and Wales until 1983-1984 football season. Wales were champions on 12 occasions, winning outright seven times, whilst sharing the title five times. The FAW became members of FIFA, World's Football Governing Body, 
1910, but the relationship between FIFA and the British associations was fraught and the British nations withdrew from FIFA in 1928 in a dispute over payments to amateur players. As a result, Wales did not enter the first three FIFA World Cups. In 1932, Wales played host to the Republic of Ireland the first time they played against the side from outside the four home nations. One year later, Wales played a match outside the United Kingdom for the first time when they traveled to Paris to play France national football team in a match drawn 1-1. After the World War II, Wales, along with other three home nations, rejoined FIFA in 1946 and took part in the qualifying rounds for the 1950 World Cup. The 1949-1950 home championships being designated as a qualifying group. The top two teams were to qualify for the finals in Brazil, but Wales finished top of the group. The 1958 World Cup was the golden year and age for Wales football. The 1950s were a golden year for Welsh football with stars such as Ivor, Cliff Jones, Sherwood, Jake, Trevor Ford, Ronnie Burgess, Terry Medwin, and John Charles. Wales made their first World Cup Finals tournament appearance in the 1958 edition in Sweden. However, their path to qualification was unusual, having finished second to Czechoslovakia in qualifying Group 4. The golden generation of Wales football, managed by Jimmy Murphy, seemed to have missed out on qualification. But the politics of the Middle East subsequently intervened. In the Asia-Africa qualifying zone, Egypt and Sudan had refused to play against Israel following the Suez crisis, while Indonesia had insisted on meeting Israel on neutral ground. As a result, FIFA proclaimed Israel winners of their group. However, FIFA did not want a team to qualify for the World Cup finals without actually playing a match, and so lots were drawn of all the second-place teams in UEFA. Belgium were drawn out first but refused to participate, and so then Wales were drawn out and awarded a two-legged playoff match against Israel with a place in Sweden for the winners, having defeated Israel 2-0 at the Ramat Gan Stadium and 2-0 in Cardiff, Wales went through to the World Cup Finals tournament for the first time. The strong Welsh squad made their mark in Sweden, drawing all the matches in their group against Hungary, Mexico and Sweden before defeating Hungary in a playoff match to reach the quarterfinals against Brazil. However, Wales' chances of victory against Brazil were hampered by an injury to John Charles that ruled him out of the match. Wales lost 1-0 with 17-year-old Pelé scoring his first international goal. The goal made Pelé the youngest World Cup goal scorer and Brazil went on to win the tournament. Wales' remarkable campaign in Sweden was the subject of the best-selling book when Pelé broke our hearts. Wales 
1958 World Cup written by Mario Rissoli St. David's Press, which was published on the 40th anniversary of the World Cup and was also the inspiration of the BAFTA Crime Rule-nominated documentary. In the 1970s, Wales failed to qualify for the first four final tournaments of the UEFA European Championship from its inception in 1960. They also did not replicate their success in qualifying for the 1958 FIFA World Cup, although they did achieve a highly creditable draw against then world champions England in the 1970 British Home Championship. Weeks before England went on to defend their title in Mexico 1970 FIFA World Cup. This helped to give Wales a share of the home championship trophy for the year. Goal difference not at that stage being used to determine an outright winner. In 1976, the team managed by Mike Smith reached the quarterfinals of the UEFA European Championship, having finished top of the qualifying group two ahead of Hungary, Austria and Luxembourg. But this was not considered part of the finals. Prior to 1980, only four countries qualified for the final tournament and Wales were drawn to play against the winners of Group 3, Yugoslavia, in a two-legged home and away tie. Wales lost the first leg 2-0 in Zagreb and were eliminated from the competition following a 1-1 draw in a bad-tempered return leg at Cardiff which was marred by crowd trouble. This initially led to Wales being banned from the 1980 tournament, but this was reduced on appeal to a four-year ban on qualifying matches being played within 100 miles of Cardiff. Yugoslavia went on to finish fourth in the 1976 tournament. The following year, Wales defeated England on home soil for the first time in 42 years and secured their only victory till date at Wembley Park thanks to Leighton James' penalty. Wales went on to finish second in the 1977 British Home Championship. A few weeks earlier, Wales achieved another noted victory against then European champions Czechoslovakia with Nick and James again scoring. This victory in a qualifier strengthened Wales' bid to qualify for the 1978 FIFA World Cup. But six months later, that attempt ended in controversial circumstances. The decisive fixture against Scotland, nominally a home fixture for Wales, although relocated to Anfield amidst security concerns, was swung by a contentious penalty awarded to Scotland, replaced suggesting the handball offence may have actually been perpetuated by Scottish striker Joe Jordan. Another notable achievement for Wales, however, came in the 1980 British Home Championship as Wales comprehensively defeated England at the racecourse ground. Goals from Mickey Thomas, Ian Walsh, Leighton James and an own goal by Phil Thompson saw Wales defeat England 4-1 just days after England had defeated the then world champions, Argentina. So that is the journey 
of Wales in the early in the early seventies. What was their journey like in the early eighties? In the nineteen eighty two FIFA World Cup qualifiers, the Wales team managed by Mike England came extremely close to qualification in a three zero defeat against the Soviet Union in their final match meant they missed out on goal difference goal difference but the real damage had been done by their failure to beat Iceland in their last home match the match eventually finishing 2-2 after several overdubs due to floodlight failures Wales also narrowly missed out on European qualification for the 1984 UEFA European Championships they were minutes away from qualification when a winning goal by Rada Novik for Yugoslavia in the final game of qualifying Group 4 against Bulgaria eliminated Wales. Mark Hughes marked his debut for Wales by scoring the only goal of the match as England were defeated once again in 1984. The following season, Hughes was again on target scoring a wonder goal as Wales trashed Spain 3-0 at the race course during qualification for the 1986 World Cup. However, despite defeating Scotland 1-0 at Hamden Park, it was again Iceland that wrecked Welsh hopes by defeating Wales 1-0 in Iceland. And for the second World Cup in a row, Wales missed out on goal difference. Wales had to win their last match at home to Scotland to be guaranteed at least a playoff, but were held to a 1-1 draw in a match marred by the death of Scotland manager Jock Stein, who collapsed from a heart attack at the end of the match. Wales also started strongly in their bid to qualify for the 1988 UEFA European Championship and were defeated after four games, but away defeats against Denmark and Czechoslovakia in the last two games in the qualifying group six saw Mike England's eight-year reign as Welsh coach sadly end in another disappointment. Wales through the 90s under coach Terry, Wales achieved a remarkable result on the 5th of June 1991 when defeating then world champions Germany in a Euro 1992 qualifier thanks to a goal from Iron Rush. Three months later, on the 11th of September 1991, Wales achieved a notable double by defeating Brazil for the only time in a friendly thanks to a goal from Dean Sanders. At this point, Wales seems well-placed to progress from their qualifying group five However, victories for Germany in their three remaining matches in the group, including a 4-1 win in the return fixture against Wales, eliminated the Welsh. Wales also made a strong showing in their qualifying group for the 1994 World Cup, achieving a noted victory at home to Belgium. Wales thus attained what was then their highest position in the FIFA World Rankings on the 27th of August 1993, Wales again came close to qualifying for a major championship only to fall short 
in the closing stages of their campaign, needing to win the final match of the group at home to Romania. Paul Bodin missed a penalty when the scores were leveled 1-1. The miss was immediately followed by Romania taking the lead and going on to win 2-1. Following the failure to qualify, Jurat's contract as manager of the national side was not renewed by the Football Association of Wales and Real Sociedad manager John Toshak was appointed on a part-time basis. However, Toshak resigned after just one game, a 3-1 defeat to Norway, citing problems with the Football Association of Wales as his reason for leaving. Although he was sure to have been shocked at being booed off the pitch at the Ninian Park by the Wales fans still railing from the dismissal of Urat. Mike Smith took the manager role for the second time at the start of the 1996 Euro qualifiers, but Wales slipped to embarrassing defeats against Moldova and Georgia before Bobby Gerard was appointed in June 1995. So that is the journey of Wales in the early 90s. In the early 2000s under Mark Hughes, Wales came close to qualifying for a place at Euro 2004 in Portugal, being narrowly defeated by Russia in the playoffs. However, the defeat was not without its controversy as a Russian midfielder Titov tested positive for the use of a banned substance after the first qualifying leg. A scoreless draw in Moscow, notwithstanding FIFA, opted not to take action against the Football Union of Russia other than instructing them not to field Titov again. And the Russian team went on to defeat Wales 1-0 in Cardiff to qualify for the final tournament. Following a disappointing start to the 2006 FIFA World Cup qualification UEFA Group 6, Hughes left his role with the national team to take over as manager of the English Premier League outfit Blackburn Rovers. On the 12th of November 2004, John Toshak was appointed manager for the second time. In Euro 2008 qualifying, Wales were drawn in Group D alongside Germany, the Czech Republic, Slovakia, the Republic of Ireland, Cyprus and San Marino. The team's performance was disappointing, finishing fifth in the group with expected defeats at home to Germany, yet an unexpected draw away. A loss away and a goalless draw at home to Czech Republic, a loss away and a 2-2 draw at home to the Republic of Ireland, a 3-0 home win and an uninspiring 2-1 away win against Minos San Marino, a 3-1 home win and a 3-1 away defeat against Cyprus and a spectacularly mixed performance against Slovakia, losing 5-1 at home and winning 5-2 away. However, better performances towards the end of a competition by a team containing of necessities because of injuries and suspensions of senior players. Five players who were eligible for the selection for the under-21 side was viewed as a hopeful sign of future progress for the team. In the 2010 FIFA World Cup qualification, UEFA Group 4 
Wales made a promising start, winning 1-0 and 2-0 against Azerbaijan and Liechtenstein, respectively. However, they lost their next match against Russia in Moscow 2-1 after Joe Ledley had briefly drawn them level. The qualifying campaign showed signs of promise when the team managed to prevent Germany from scoring for 74 minutes of their match in Morchen Glabat. Although Wales ultimately lost 1-0 and 2-0 home defeats by Finland and Germany in the spring of 2009, effectively put Wales' hope of qualification to rest. Wales were drawn in the UEFA Euro 2012 qualifying Group G with Montenegro, Bulgaria, Switzerland and close rivals England. Wales lost 1-0 away to Montenegro in their opening match and on the 9th of September 2010, John Toshak stood down as manager after being disappointed at previous results in 2010 against Croatia and the opening Euro 2012 qualifier. Wales under-21 coach Brian Fling took over from Tushak as caretaker manager with a view to possible permanent appointment. But a 1-0 home defeat to Bulgaria and a 4-1 away loss to Switzerland prompted the Football Association of Wales to pass over fling in the 2010s all the way to the 2016 euros nothing good came out of wales ambition to qualify or to make an impact in international tournaments so in the 2010s what was it like gary speed was appointed as manager on the 14th of December 2010, Speed's first match as manager was on the 8th of February 2011 in the inaugural Nations Cup, which the Republic of Ireland won 3-0. Speed's first competitive match was the Euro 2012 qualifier at home to England on the 26th of March 2011. And Speed appointed 20-year-old Aaron Ramsey captain, making him the youngest Wales captain. Wales lost to England 2-0 and in August 2011, Wales attained their lowest FIFA ranking of 117th. This was followed by a 2-1 home win against Montenegro, a 1-0 away loss to England and a 2-0 home win against Switzerland and a 1-0 away win against Bulgaria. Consequently, in October 2011, Wales had rapidly risen to 45th in the FIFA rankings. A 4-1 home win in a friendly game against Norway on the 12th of November 2011 proved to be Speed's last game in charge of Wales. The match was a culmination of Speed's efforts which led Wales to receive the unofficial award for the biggest mover of 2011 in the FIFA rankings. His tenure as manager ended in tragic circumstances two weeks later when he was found dead at his home on the 27th of November that year, having apparently committed suicide. Due to London's successful bid for the 2012 Summer Olympics, a Great Britain team would qualify as of right of being the host nation. However, 
the Football Association of Wales stressed it was strongly against the proposal. Despite this, these Welsh players, Aaron Ramsey and Gareth Bale, expressed their interest in representing the Great Britain Olympic football team. Bale controversially withdrew due to injury, but Ramsey was joined by four other Welshmen in Stout Pierce's 18-man squad. Swansea City's Joe Allen and Neil Taylor, while Manchester United's Ryan Giggs and Liverpool's Greg Bellamy were included as overage players, with Ryan Giggs being named captain. Chris Coleman was appointed Wales team manager on the 19th of January 2012 for 2014 World Cup qualification. Wales were drawn in Group A with Croatia, Serbia, Belgium, Scotland and Macedonia. They lost their first match 2-0 against Belgium. Their second match against Serbia was even worse, finishing 6-1. Wales' worst defeat since their 7-1 reversal to the Netherlands in 1996. In October 2012, Ashley Williams was appointed captain of Wales by Coleman, replacing Aaron Ramsey. Wales won at home against Scotland 2-1 and lost away to Croatia and won away against Scotland 2-1. But the 2-1 loss at home to Croatia ended Wales' hope of qualifying. Wales were placed in Group B for qualifying for Euro 2016 alongside Andorra, Belgium, Bosnia and Exagonia, Cyprus and Israel. In July 2015, Following four wins and two draws, Wales topped the group. In July 2015, having attained their highest FIFA ranking of 10th, Wales were placed among the top seats for the 2018 FIFA World Cup draw. Wales were drawn in Group D with Austria, Serbia, the Republic of Ireland, Moldova and Georgia. In September 2015, Wales dropped to 10th in the FIFA ranking, making Wales in ninth position, the highest-ranked British team for the first time in its, in its history. In October 2015, Wales attained their highest-ever FIFA ranking of eighth. On the 10th of October 2015, Wales lost 2-0 to Bosnia-Herzegovina. However, Wales' qualification for Euro 2016 was confirmed after Cyprus defeated Israel that same evening. And one player who has been instrumental for Wales in their journey to becoming a strong side and to qualifying for the World Cup was and is Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale ensured that Wales qualified for the Euro 2016, Euro 2020 and also for the first time they've qualified to their World Cup. So this is the era of Wales when Gareth Bale played an instrumental role with the team. Wales qualified for Euro 2016 in France, their first European Championship tournament, and were drawn into Group B with Slovakia, Russia and England. On their Euro debut on the 11th of June against Slovakia, in Bordeaux, 
Gareth Bale scored direct from a free kick to give Wales a 1 0 lead. And our Robson Kanu scored the winner in a 2 1 victory that put them top of the group in their second match against England in Lens. Wales led 1 0 at half time through another Gareth Bale free kick but lost 2 1. Against Russia at the stadium municipal in Toulouse, Aaron Ramsey, Neil Taylor, and Bale scored in a 3 0 win that made them win the group. In the round of 16 game at the Parc des Princes in Paris, Wales played Northern Ireland and won 1 0 after Gareth Bale's cross was put in as an own goal by Gareth McAley. In the quarterfinal, Against Belgium, Wales went behind to a long-range effort by Raja, but Captain Ashley Williams added an equaliser before Robson Kano and Sam Vooks confirmed a 3-1 victory for Wales. This victory advanced Wales to their first major tournament semi-final and also made them the first British nation to advance to the semi-finals of a major tournament since England did so at Euro 1996 as host. The first half of the semi-final against Portugal in Lyon went goalless, but goals from Cristiano Ronaldo and Nani early in the second half saw Portugal claim a 2-0 win. Wales were welcomed back home on the 8th of July 2016 with an open-top bus parade around Cardiff starting at the Cardiff Castle and going past the Millennium Stadium before finishing off at the Cardiff City Stadium. Wales journey from 2016 till present. In September 2016, Wales opened their 2018 World Cup qualification campaign with a comfortable 4-0 home win against Moldova. However, they followed this with a run of five back-to-back draws away to Austria at home to Georgia and both home and away against Serbia and away to the Republic of Ireland. That run came to an end with a 1-0 home victory over Austria on the 2nd of September 2017 followed by a 2-0 away victory against Moldova on the 5th of September. A 1-0 away win over Georgia on the 6th of October. Wales finished third in the group due to a 1-0 loss to the Republic of Ireland on the 9th of October and failed to qualify for the 2018 FIFA World Cup playoffs. Chris Coleman resigned as a Wales team manager on the 17th of November 2017 and was appointed team manager at Sunderland. After nearly two months of managerial vacancy, former Wales national team player Ryan Giggs was named Wales' new manager. Giggs, who signed a four-year contract, led Wales for the 2018-2019 UEFA Nations League campaign and the Euro 2020 qualification. Despite losing two of the first three qualifiers for UEFA Euro 2020, Wales went unbeaten in the second half of the 2019 and ultimately qualified in second place following a 2-0 home win over Hungary in their final match on the 19th of November. 
Euro 2020 was delayed until the year 2021 by the COVID-19 pandemic in Europe, which meant Wales' next games came in the 2020-2021 UEFA Nations League. They kept five consecutive clean sheets on the way to an unbeaten record in the competition, winning five games and drawing one, despite gigs not being available for the last two games due to legal troubles with Rob Page in interim charge. The team beat Finland 3-1 in their final match to finish top of the group and gain promotion to League A for the 2022-2023 UEFA Nations League. UEFA Euro 2020 was played in the month of June-July of 2021 with matches spread across 11 host countries throughout Europe for the first time rather than hosted by a single country. Consequently, the Wales Group A matches against Switzerland and Turkey were held in Baku, Azerbaijan, and then against Italy in Rome. Under Page, as interim manager, Wales progressed from the group stage after finishing second in the group to Italy. The eventual tournament winners in the last 16 Wales lost to Denmark in Amsterdam and for the 2022 World Cup qualification Wales were drawn in Group E with Belgium, Czech Republic, Belarus and Estonia with Page again acting as interim manager for the matches in 2021. Wales finished second in Group E and progressed, progressed to the qualifi- qualification playoff stage after beating Austria in the playoff semifinals. Wales qualified for the World Cup for the first time since 1958 with a 1-0 win over Ukraine at the Cardiff Stadium on the 5th of June 2022. Following their promotion in the previous Nations League campaign, Wales were drawn in Group A4 of the 2022-2023 UEFA Nations League along with Belgium, the Netherlands and Poland. In terms of player records, players to have hold the most appearances, Chris Kanta played for Wales from 2007 till date and he's played 108 times followed by Gareth Bale who has also played 103 times for Wales, scoring 38 times. And Wayne Ennessy also playing 102 times for Wales. These are some of the notable names to have played for Wales. And Neville Southall has been capped 92 times for Wales. He played for Wales 1982 to 1997. And Ashley Williams also played for Wales from 2008 to 2019. And he was capped 86 times, scoring only two goals. Gary Speed played for Wales 85 times and scored seven goals from 1990 to 2004. And Greg Bellamy also played for Wales on 78 occasions, scoring 19 goals from 1998 to 2013. And Joe Ledley also played for Wales 77 times and scored four goals from 2005 
to 2018. Dean Sanders also played for Wales on 75 occasions, scoring 22 goals from 1986 to 2001. And Peter Nicholas also played for Wales 73 occasions, scoring twice from 1979 to 1991. And Ian Rush, the Liverpool legend, also played for Wales on 73 occasions, scoring 28 times from 1980 to 1996. And Aaron Ramsey has also played for the Wales national team on 73 occasions, scoring 20 goals from 2008 until date. And Gareth Bale is Wales' all-time top scorer with 38 goals from 2006 till present. Second on that list is Ian Rush, who has scored 28 goals in 73 appearances for the Wales national team. And Trevor Ford and Ivor all have 23 goals. Trevor Ford had 23 goals in 38 appearances for Wales. And Ivor also has 23 goals in 68 appearances for Wales. So that is it in terms of the notable players to have played for Wales national team. What a monumental occasion it was for Wales to qualify for the World Cup. We'll take the reaction to Wales' historic World Cup qualification as they ended their 64-year wait. commitment into it you know the reward at the end is there for them and uh, to celebrate that with the with the supporters and you see the players go over and get their kids and it's just an unbelievable occasion as well isn't it it's, it's great to see and uh, yeah things like this will stay stay with you forever this is the best moment um, of my footballing career without doubt what <laughs> <laughs> I've been after one of these for ages, they're like Goldust, trust me, for well, for these fans, and these fans when they travel, they travel big, they travel in numbers and they act appropriately, so for them to be in Qatar and enjoy seeing their team, you know, it's just brilliant, for everyone in Wales coming and, and watching and supporting this, is something now to look forward to, and this is what we wanted to do years ago, when we sat down with Gary Speed, we said we want to qualify for multiple tournaments, and that's what we're doing now. A huge amount of credit has to go to to Robert Page and his coaching staff came into the job in difficult circumstances to be fair but you know he's progressed the team on he's kept us going so this is Danny speaking Danny has been capped for Wales on 49 occasions and played for Wales from 2002 to 2014 earlier on we heard from the coach Page and also Ashley Williams also gave his reaction let's hear more from danny these are all legends who played for wales and as we stated earlier on on wales journey to the point where they are let's take the reaction from the wales legends we've qualified for major tournaments yeah. you know what wales according to the world cup we're a nation of three million people and we deserve it yeah. Yeah. 
absolutely amazing, the best. Yeah. We qualified, we qualified. Phenomenal, phenomenal. From watching them in Indian Park 15 years ago with 2,000 fans, it's absolutely unbelievable. Speechless. 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 You're off to the World Cup. I can't stop crying. I cannot stop crying. We know. We haven't been in the World Cup for 64 years, so to be back in the World Cup has been amazing. And I'm sure Wales fans will have been getting their diaries out and filling in the key dates. Their first World Cup group game in 64 years. That'll be on November the 21st against USA. Four days later, it's Iran. And then comes the big one. Wales against England on November the 29th. Now the big question ahead of yesterday's game was, would we see Gareth Bale at the World Cup? Now we know the answer. His future very much in the balance prior to the game, but he says he'll hang around just a bit longer now that they have qualified. Yesterday you said, ask me if this is the greatest game of my life after the match. Is it? Was that the greatest game of your life? Yeah, the, the result is the greatest game of, it's the greatest result in history. Imagine he'll have lots of offers. He, you know, he'll want to keep himself sharp. He'll want to keep himself involved playing. Um, we don't know. There's been rumours that he, he might uh, play for his hometown club, which is Cardiff City, who play in the Championship. Um, I would imagine that, you know, that that might just sway him possibly because of his obviously his love for Wales and his love for Cardiff and his hometown. And, his family, I believe, are still there and everything else, parents. and So, you know, my guess is as good as yours. As I said, he'll have many, many options. He can still perform at the very, very highest level. Well, last night, the Wales manager, Rob Page, paid tribute to the work that Gary Speed did as Wales manager before he sadly passed away in 2011. Wales striker Helen Wall says a lot of credit should go down to him. Oh, huge amount of credit. He's the guy that started this whole process off. He's the guy that, that got these players wanting to represent their country. You know, in, in years gone by, you perhaps had a feeling that, that maybe playing for Wales wasn't a priority for some of the best players. But that's certainly not the case now. And, and you could argue it's completely flipped on its head. And I think Gary Speed started that. And it's just such a shame that he's not here to see the fruits of his labour because it is, it's down to him. Um, and everything that's followed on was started at, at that point when he was in charge. And yeah, he he should be given an awful lot of credit for this, and, and I hope it's not forgotten. I have to say, he started all this, you know, revolution off, if you like, uh, changed a lot of things when he came in, got the players playing in a certain way, got them training in a certain way, uh, brought in that advanced um, coaching, you know, things that they use nowadays for science. He, you know, he used what he could to enhance the team and, and better the conditions and everything else um, that we trained in and, and these type of things. So Gary deserves huge credit. I'm sure he's up there looking down and very proud of the players. Well, with the ongoing situation in their country, you have to spare a thought for Ukraine. Their players understandably looking heartbroken at full time after missing out on the World Cup. So I would like to say massive thanks for the support which we received during all this time. 
I think that there is not necessary to speak about the game because every one of us, we gave everything today, we left everything on the pitch. And uh, I wish all the best for the Wales, you know, for the World Cup. Long time they, they didn't been there and uh, everyone needs to live in peace and we need to stop the war altogether because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Maybe t today is Ukraine but tomorrow uh, Russian aggression can be with your country. So that's why we need to be united and we need to be together. So that was Zinchenko also speaking on the current crisis in Ukraine as well as wishing wills well. The Ukrainian manager Petra, Petrakov was also full of praise for Ukraine and also gave a classy message to the Wales football team. Let's hear from him that moment when the Ukraine manager Petrakov gave that classy message at the press conference. Colleagues, thank you very much. Для колег Озуми хочу сказати, що у нас буде ще прес-конференція продовжиться з головним тренером Валійської комери, так що якщо хочете, можете залишатися. Так само буде трансляція, трансляція в стрімі, так? Окей, дякую. Thank you very much. Thank you. Пожелати вам на чемпионате світу, щоб була удача вашей збірні, щоб була удача. Дякуємо за все. Побачимо. I want to express my gratitude to Wales. I wish your team all possible luck in the World Cup. And again, Ukraine is very grateful to Wales. Thank you. So that was the Ukrainian coach expressing his gratitude to Wales. One player who has been very phenomenal in ensuring that Wales qualified for the World Cup is Gareth Bale. Wales, before Gareth Bale, had only qualified for the World Cup in 1958 and never qualified for the Euros. But in the Gareth Bale era, Wales qualified for Euro 2016, Euro 2020, and have qualified for the World Cup. Throughout their qualification journey, Will, uh, Gareth Bale has been speaking extensively on what qualifying to the World Cup would mean to the team. And when Wales moved one step closer to their first World Cup since 1958 as Gareth Bale stole the show in a 2-1 win over Austria in the playoff semi-final. He gave his reaction. Let's hear more from Gareth Bale. Today about how big the game is um, and we have to perform, we have to dig in, in deep to, to look at our experience in big games and um, yeah, it's a perfect scenario. Playing in front of these, what more can you want? Um, you know, we're one game away from which is, you know, everything for myself, for Baylor, for the nation, for the group of lads in here. This is what we want. You know, we've uh, we've come a very long way since the uh, since the early days, and this would just be the icing on the cake now for us to, to go on and qualify for this. We know still a bit of work to be done, but we can enjoy tonight. 
What a game. What a game, what a night, what an occasion, what an event. Two great goals, a deflected goal against, makes it an anxious last half an hour. But to a, to a man, I thought they were outstanding tonight, honestly. They went six foot four, six foot seven, footballs in the box. We had to, we had to dig a trench and, and defend for our lives. And uh, and they, they thoroughly deserve all the plaudits they're going to get those players. They're an unbelievable group of men. Right, so there we have it. We're going to speak to Hal Robson Carno, just one home win away from the World Cup. Goodness me, what a night it was. How was that? Is the belief absolutely right there now? Yeah, it is. Uh, it was a massive game for the nation and uh, the team really performed on the night. All of the players really stepped up to the plate and delivered for the nation. And I think, you know, it gives them that momentum going into you know, what is one, one game away from qualifying for uh, the first World Cup in a very, very long time. So, yeah, fantastic performance, um, fantastic result and, and a really special night again for Wales. I mean, Gareth Bale, again, the hero, you know, well, what, what will that mean to him? Yeah, it would have meant everything. He's had a very difficult uh, season um, at Real Madrid. Um, I think based on the minutes he played yesterday, he's actually played more minutes for Wales this season than, than Wales. So an interesting um, stat there. Uh, but again, he's, he's shown uh, his, his level of commitment to the nation, um, the, the level of performance that he's continually delivered. Uh, and again, it's a, it's a great night, special moment for him. He's been a talisman for the nation for over a decade. And, you know, what, what a way to, to top off an international career by hopefully taking the, 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 the nation to the World Cup. Level for, for his country. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, uh, he, again, he, he's, he's shown that passion continually. He's, uh, he's been at the, the heart of everything good around Wales. He's bringing up now a younger group of players who are learning from him and they've got that real quality togetherness that they need to go into any international tournament. And if they, you know, if they are successful in, in qualifying, it will be without doubt one of the greatest achievements uh, in, in the football history of Wales. How he's treated in Spain and how the media are with him obviously upsets him greatly. He says the way he's treated is, is disgusting. The Spanish media called him a parasite. What, what do you make of that criticism and how will it affect him? Yeah, I think Gareth will be used to the criticism now. Uh, I think a lot of it has been unjustified over his tenure there. He's actually, you know, achieved some phenomenal success, Champions League successes, the league wins. And, you know, he's scored goals and vital goals at that in, in Real Madrid's history. So it's a little bit unfair. But again, uh, at that top level, uh, they expect continual performance, continual, uh, you know, results. And when it's not going against them and uh, it, it, they're in a difficult period, it's always going to be tough. And the criticism isn't nice, but I think it will be water off a duck's back for, for Gareth now. Do you think sometimes he does feel a little bit like when he scores a goal, he's had a great game for Wales? It is a message to Madrid and he, he enjoys that. Potentially, yeah. I think you saw in his reaction yesterday, you know, he was shouting down the camera and whether that was directed to Madrid or to the fans of Madrid. But he's, he's got world-class attributes. He continues to deliver at that level. Uh, and again, you know, fingers crossed, he, he has some more game time from now to the end of the season for Madrid. Uh, continues to put in performances like he did last night. Uh, and uh, again, it's only going to bode well for, for the nation. 
Of course, there was Aaron Ramsey and Jill Allen as well also playing in this one. For some of these senior players, I mean, it does feel like this is their last chance at a World Cup. How much will the squad have wanted to do it, uh, do you think? Yeah, you can see that in the group, that there's a real desire and a real hunger. Even, you know, the likes of Wayne Hennessy last night making his 99th cap. It, these are phenomenal achievements and it shows the legacy which will have been left you know, after this generation obviously, you know, moves on. But I think, again, uh, it, it's a very special way to, to top off uh, a, a really unique period in, in the, uh, the history of Wales. And fingers crossed they can get over the line with one more game and, and have some phenomenal success in another major tournament. And we're just seeing scenes here of, of the fans in the stadium. And goodness me, what a night it was. It was absolutely brilliant. It looks like, um, looks like Saturday night in Cardiff there, doesn't it? A, a little bit. But <laughs> how much do you think the home crowd is actually going to be key to Wales going forward? Because it is a home game next to secure their place, of course. Yeah, it, that's going to help massively. Cardiff City Stadium on nights like night, last night are absolutely rocking. And that they've continually delivered and been that red wall and have been that 12th man to really deliver on performances, push results over the line. And again, nights like last night, you saw the jubilation after the game, the celebrations, just absolutely phenomenal. So, yeah, it's a, a really special time. Uh, and again, fingers crossed, one more result at Cardiff City Stadium, uh, you know, is it, it's, it's hopefully going to be a very special moment. Absolutely. Uh, we've seen so much progress from Wales in the last few tournaments, but when actually you look at the, the young players coming through, do you think the future is actually looking pretty bright for Wales? Yes, a few big names you'd imagine won't be playing beyond the World Cup. Um, when they don't have the likes of Bale, etc., they'll go through a bit of a transition period, but actually it might be a little smoother. Yeah, it's always difficult to replace the likes of Gareth Bell and Aaron Ramsey, um, as well as Joe Allen. But again, when you look at the group of players, the likes of Harry Wilson, Dan James, uh, you know, Brennan Johnson now coming through, having a phenomenal season at Nottingham Forest. These guys can definitely make that step up and deliver continually at an international level, which is you know, what happened with the group of players over the last decade. So it, it, the future goes well. Uh, again, I, I don't think we'll see another Gareth Bell for um, yeah, quite a while. But, but fingers crossed that that next generation can believe and, and see that it's possible to compete at this level and deliver success for a nation like Wales. And how important do you think it's going to be for Rob Page when he does assemble his squad if they do qualify for the World Cup? They take a lot of these younger players as well in the squad who, who may not necessarily get the chance to play, but certainly experience what a big tournament is like to, to kind of give them that in their minds for, for the future. Yeah, that experience is invaluable. Um, and the, the strength and depth is you know, probably you know, the only real concern Wales at this moment in time. If you look at that first 11, that's probably the strongest 11 for Wales for a number of years. But in terms of you know the, the depth and the experience, it, it probably isn't there. But if he, you know, if they can take these players to a international tournament such as the World Cup to gain that experience, you know, have have game time on on the pitch, it's only going to offer you know additional value to to the players and. 
and, and build them and, and, and support their growth. And, and ultimately, the objective is to deliver continually to be at this level um, and, and you know, continually rise up the FIFA rankings. Yeah, just one more game to go for now. Thank you. So that was Rob St. Cano speaking in an interview earlier on when Wales beat Austria in the playoff semi-final to book their place in the playoff final against Ukraine. Before that game against Ukraine, where Wales eventually qualified for the World Cup for the first time since 1958, Gareth Bale gave another interview where he indicated it is probably their last chance to qualify for a World Cup as a group. And Gareth Bale indeed throughout Will's journey in this qualification campaign to the FIFA World Cup in Qatar has proven to be a phenomenal figure and an inspirational leader. Let's hear from Gareth Bale. Over the last maybe six, seven years, we've we've gotten better and better and we've qualified for two major tournaments now. So um, the next step is, is to keep qualifying and uh, not just doing it now and again. So, um, yeah, we have an expectation to, to qualify and... Um, We'll be doing our, our best to try and do that. Every player would, would be lying if they didn't, if they said they didn't want to be playing in a World Cup. So um, yeah, it probably is our last chance to, to qualify for a World Cup as all the group. And um, yeah, it's it's one of those things we're we're going to give everything we can to uh, to try and do that. What is it about Wales and Belgium? Um, I don't know. I think uh, we've played them a lot of times. Um, yeah, it's maybe with their bogey team. I don't know, but um, we always we always put a shift in no matter who we play. Um, yeah, so obviously we know they're they're a very good team. They've got a lot of attacking talent on the pitch, but um, they also have weaknesses as well. So um, yeah, we'll uh, we obviously have a game plan. We've been working on it for for the last few days, and we'll go there, give a hundred percent like we always do for the country. Okay, so that was Garrett Bill admitting that the 2022 World Cup could be the last opportunity for many within the current Wales setup to reach the major tournament. And indeed, they reached the tournament. And as always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with a special episode of the FIFA World Cup show where we looked at the monumental moment Wales qualified for their first World Cup since Sweden 1958 on a night of high emotion and trauma in Cardiff. Wales will need to put up their best performances. And to be able to do that, they need to be better together. On this note, I'll wrap up with the official soundtrack for the FIFA World Cup 2022, which says, higher, higher, better together. We hope Gareth Bill and the Wales team will be better together at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022. Until our next episode, it's bye for now. Discotheque and that's the party